Hey there, everyone. Welcome to episode 43 of the Cracked Eye Podcast. This is Anwar, and I play Temid, the cleric on the show. Sometimes we like to call him Temid, and for my final action, I cast Shield Cedril, because he's become kind of a one-trick pony. But anyways, I want to keep this one short. So thanks again for listening. This is yet another remotely recorded episode. So the sound quality isn't quite what you were used to prior to us uh, beginning the remote recording. In this particular episode, uh, there are a few words that get cut off, um, but you know we did the best we could. The banter and general tomfoolery that you are probably here to listen to is still very much there. But just to finish up, you should definitely check out our upcoming Twitch stream, which is airing on July 18th. Uh, And thankfully, once again, I am not going to be a part of it. So you guys are spared my annoying personality. And besides that, just check out the CrackedEyePodcast.com and tune in to this upcoming episode because I think you're really going to like this one. Anyways, take care. Previously on the Cracked Die Podcast. All heroes saved Silver from the living sap. After flirting with death, both Silver and Brianna were okay. The group cleaned up and went back to bed. They then started exploring the Mwangi Expanse, looking for the Cinderclaws, and heading to meet the Elephant People. Renuli came back and has been helping all heroes by scouting ahead. While doing this, she has found some cobalt tracks. All heroes quickly begin to follow them to see what's going on. Renuli has also discovered a pillar that turns people into stone. What will our heroes do? Find out now on the Correct Die Podcast. Welcome to the 42nd episode of the Correct Die Podcast. We did it! It's the answer to everything. Yes, universe and everything. <laughs> Again? Brianna! Brianna! Yes, I yes. I don't know why everything went so badly in the, in the, the combat. Why? What happened? You dropped your towel. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> you forgot your towel. Mm. Oh no! You're a bad traveler. <laughs> Thank I'm you, the worst. <laughs> so, when we last left you guys, you had just entered a clearing where Renuli had told you she'd seen cobalt footprints heading towards. You were all moving stealthily, avoiding notice, except for Temid who noticed that there was a tripwire right in front of you, right before you set off whatever trap this was associated with. He chooses not to say anything and reveals himself (laughs) to be the big bad evil guy. (laughs) Oh no! Roll for initiative! (laughs) So, that is where we will pick up. So he calls out to everyone and tells them, uh, there's a tripwire ahead of us. Okay. Don't everyone react at once. Thanks. <laughs> Twin Taran, notice. Shh. Twin Taran, do you think you can take care of it? Uh, assuming I can see it, yeah. It's over there. Can I see it? Point. Yes, you can. He points it out to you. I'm assuming, so you can see it. Very right, unhelpfully I... points, like not with a finger, but with his whole hand, like gestures in that general direction, like there, over there. Can't you see okay. it? Just... <laughs> okay. Uh. All right, so Twin Talon will, uh, if you can see it, he will try to disable it. And you are trained in thievery? I am an expert in thievery. Okay. You have to be trained, minimum, to to do this. 32. You nimbly disable the trap as you carefully pull up the tripwire. You see that 
it is attached to what looks like uh, mining picks and metal shards on a branch that, you know, if you tripped it, would basically act like a scythe blade trap, but it, okay. it's more crude and rudimentary. Note to self, kobolds like traps. Sure, it was the kobolds and not whatever human that Trinali was talking about. Uh, nope. But this is the direction of the kobolds we're going, so I'm, I'm just assuming everything we find is specifically about kobolds. I guess that's fair. Just like I, I'm assuming that all kobolds go in packs of two and a master and apprentice, uh, <laughs> and sleep on hordes. Clearly, yes. Okay, so with it with it disabled, uh, Twin Talon will continue to move out stealthily, and he'll he'll help he'll once again continue to help Soraya. As you move around, as you continue to search uh, or move forward, you notice that there are a, you've come into a clearing with a couple of downed trees. It looks like they've fallen naturally. You see the stump still cracked. That's what they want you to think. As if a heavy wind has blown through here and knocked them over. Give me a second. I need to make a couple of hidden rolls for everyone. Nah. I believe this is an ambush. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Pondwatcher's ambush senses are tingling. Okay. Amazingly, Soraya is the first person to notice. You notice some pale green scaly skin kind of flash like duck down within the hollows of one of the trees. I think you might be right. I, I, there's someone and I, I point to where I saw it. To, to all of us, I'm assuming. Yeah, um, Tone Talon is probably the closest mm-hmm. to me, but yeah. Okay. It, she's speaking quietly, but enough for everyone to hear. Uh, Tone Talon will focus his gaze wherever she's pointing. Okay. As you look in where where she is pointing, you notice that there is a pale green kobold trying to avoid your notice. Okay. Pale green. Well, the ones that we saw before were red, right? The Red and blue. Zach Braff or whatever yeah. their names were. Yes. Zach Braff. Ethan Zarf. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's them. That's this one's green. Okay. Did we speak to it? I guess we can suddenly try. Do what? There's a kobold in the trees. What? Shh. <laughs> I guess Soraya will wave. Hello. We see you there. It kind of comes. It peeks its head out, and and you hear it go. Gah. Crap. We mean you no harm. And he comes with his hands oh. held up. Who's we? Uh, uh, all of us. There, there's a couple more of us down here. Will they all come out? Those who can will. Why would some not be able to? Are you injured? Give me... Actually, Soraya, Temid, and Brianna. Please give me a medicine check. Soraya, give me an identify alchemy check. Uh, which would just be crafting, right? Crafting alchemy, yes. I don't know about scaly things. 26 on the alchemy. 21 on medicine. 11 on medicine. Temid and Soraya. As you look at the one that is talking to you, Temid, you know he is poisoned. Oh no. Soraya. Poisoned? Yes, poisoned. 
Soraya, this looks vaguely familiar. You've seen this before somehow. And it looks like they're in the third stage of arsenic poisoning. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I'm just gonna shaggy this one and say it wasn't me. <laughs> She'll look over at Twin Talon and then back to the poor kobold. And are, are, how many of there are you? There, there, there are eight of us. Okay. Um, how, do we have antidotes? I thought we had at least like one or two. Uh, I can try to treat poison, but what it would do is add a plus two or plus four circumstance bonus to the next saving throw against the poison. If that, if that would help at all. Yes, when they go to make their next save. Can I make another crafting roll to see if I know, like, since I know specifically what they're a poison by, if I know how to make an antidote? Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah, like, instead of a specific, like, instead of just like a, oh, this will cure whatever you got, it's like, oh, no, this is exactly what you have, and I know how to fix it. Especially because you've seen arsenic poisoning before. Well, I don't know. I've seen arsenic poisoning before, but yes, I got a 24. Yeah. (laughs) 24. You probably could sit down and noodle something out, but it would probably take the rest of the day. Do they have that long? You're not, you're not too sure. Well, wouldn't something like having them have water to to pull it out and maybe clay to draw out the, the toxins until we, we find something at least to slow it down? I, I don't know. That's that's very good, Brianna. I think that that's, a, that's an excellent choice, or excellent option. If the two of you could attend to them while I, I, I work on a, an antidote. Certainly. Can, can you take us to the rest of your your friends? They're, they're all hiding in here, and he gestures to the, the fallen trees, the hollowed out trees and debris. Okay, and, and all of you have this, this ailment? Yes. Yes. I, I think so. How did you get hurt? How did you get sick? Uh, we, we, we believe we have been cursed in revenge for stealing the elven gold. Oh. What? Oh, this is gonna get murky now. <laughs> well, especially we didn't see the Akuja with any gold. Because they stole it all. Well, except on their person. <laughs> Well, except for what's his face had uh, a dormant of it. The one, the one guy we saw in the very beginning. Oh, damn it, Jahasi. Jahasi, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Have I noticed any being poisoned again, or was I just poisoned that one time? Just that one time. Interesting. And remind and remind me, you you found gold in the uh, at the base of the totem pole, correct? Right, and I asked them if that was theirs, and they said no. The cinder claws left that, which is why I took it. Right. Hmm. Well, well, well. Here we have some little dragon kobolds stealing from elves, getting their just desserts and poisons. We're going to help them. Where did you steal this gold from? We were we were told to take it from the mines. Who told you to take it? What mines? The big the, the, the monkeys and frogs told us to do it. Cinder claws, then. Brianna will look at Pondwatcher and be like, I, I don't think they had the choice. They, they they were told to do it. They were just following orders. And and, and the, 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 the cultists and, and, and giant vulture people. Giant vulture people? We haven't seen anything like that yet, have we? Not that I recall. I'd remember. Yeah, Saraya is sitting, uh, sitting down now and scribbling in her formula book. Matt is very scared of giant vulture people, but... 
Twin Talon isn't smart enough and know enough to be scared of them. Yeah, giant vulture people sounds like bad news. Well, they sound like frocks, which are very dangerous in groups. You guys are about to execute some kobolds. Got it. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> so, uh, Ed and I think uh, Brianna are, are going to go try to treat this kobold for his uh, his poison. It's uh, I know. Oh, it's a it's a medicine check, and it's against the DC of the poison. Um, you know, whatever. I don't know what that is specifically, but I think it was like reasonably high. So, arsenic's like nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's actually uh, within me just take uh, using assurance. So uh, the way I see it is, <clears throat> and correct me if if you see any differently. I, uh, but I think uh, Temid is kind of kneeled down over this this guy, and he's you know um, basically like you're like a like a second surgeon with him, kind of like you know he's he's asking you okay forceps, and then you know press over here like this, press the clay against the here, um, and then you know uh, use this, wash the the wound like that. Uh, you're and then he tells you um you've uh, your skills as a as a healer have been increasing. And you're doing uh, quite well. Thank you. I, I try and learn as, as quickly as I can, especially since we seem to often run into danger. I I wanted to take a moment as well to thank you for bringing me back yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, you've saved my life many times and I can't, you know, you're always pulling me out of difficult situations. Scruff of my neck. What kind of friend and party member would I be if I, if I didn't? <laughs> So then he says, and if you wanted to learn anything more about medicine, I'd be happy to, to teach you along the way. And maybe you can teach me a little bit about uh, using my, my blade a little bit better. Be honored, please. I'm guessing the, the kobold's looking between us like, can you just heal me? <laughs> like, All right, this is a, it's just a training session, kobold, okay? Just... <laughs> She's in a residency right now, and <laughs> got a bright future ahead of her. Yeah, it was just a quick little, you know, thing that he wanted to let you know that he sees you trying, and he, he likes the fact that, you know, there's another healer, and he's he thinks you're making good progress. Well, and I'm actually going to so roll much. this because it's not assurance. I mean, I mean, I can use assurance. However, I want to see if I can get, like, a crit, crit success on this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, close. Um... 26 total. Is is Brianna helping? How about now? With a 26 Ooh. as well. Boom. So that's a 27. Still not enough to crit, but... Close. So as you are working, you see that he is feeling better, but you can also tell that he is exhausted. As the day winds on, Shreya, give me a crafting check. Okay. Unless anyone else wants to... I mean, Pond Watcher, are you going to let them just hang out and heal these guys? or? Well, we still only see one, right? Yes, a couple more start to come out of the hidey hole as uh, Temid and Brianna are helping. Yeah, I think they said that they were inside of the hollow out logs, right? Yeah. So, like, four more come out, so there's a total of five out, and then they're... They tell you that there are three more who are just too exhausted and too hurt to come out from there. I mean, I think he would take this opportunity to question them. So let's do that before Dorea rolls. Um, and he's not going to like do this secretly. He's just going to take one aside and kind of crouch down and just say, uh, So, uh, 
Where you, where do you fit in with these sand claws? We have been <coughs> mining for them. For them. Why? They're bigger than us, <laughs> and 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 more powerful. And <coughs> they threatened to <coughs> hurt us if we didn't help. They have Hazel. What? What does that mean? Hazel is is a co- is another cobalt who <coughs> who works and, and translates from for them to us. Uh, but she's not. <laughs> she's not not bad like the others there. <laughs> she's just trying to make sure we stay safe. But so they they have you against your will. You're not helping them on purpose. You don't want to do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's good because uh, you see this gauntlet. I got it off a dead cinder claw, and I'm going to kill the rest of them. But if it is true that you do not want to ally yourselves with them, then. Maybe I will spare your friend when I get there. Please do. She, she's not <laughs> like the rest of them. And like the smell of, like you just smell arsenic coming off of them. Hey, do you guys got some almonds or something? <laughs> garlic. Uh, garlic or something. You smell a lot like my best friend Alec, who's unfortunately dead. <laughs> well, um, uh, one more question, and I let you go, okay, little uh, feller. Yes. <laughs> what would you say you think of dragons? I mean, <laughs> oh no, oh boy. I, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a dragon. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, you're a dragon, like I'm a giant. You know, it's not the same thing, really. You're like a small, weak, idiot dragon, and not like a big, scary, bad dragon, right? <laughs> I mean, right now, but when I'm healthy again, I'm a mighty dragon. Uh, Are all kobolds thinking that way? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, man, I feel really bad for this kobold. No, I just think at this point, he just thinks they're kind of pathetic. Um, yeah. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> they are. <laughs> He's got it on the nose. It's just that I feel bad for him. Yeah. So now go ahead, Soraya. See if you can... Another 26. Nice. Three in a row. Yahtzee. <laughs> uh, I think so... that means we all level up, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh. But you do oh. manage... If you spend the rest of the day, you can create a, a uh, an anti-toxin for them out of some of the stuff in this area. But it's going to take the rest of the day. and You're not really going to be able to investigate anymore. We've only been going one space a day anyway. Well, yeah. Can I question them as to the location of, one, the mines that they were mining, and two, where are the cinder claws that you're working for? Like, if we're going to go rescue your friend, we need to know where that is. I don't know exactly where where the mine is. We've been running for days. Uh, it was east. That's all we know. We just escaped out this direction. And I'm guessing he'll point to the map. Yeah. Yeah, he just points east, though. Like, okay. he doesn't actually know where. Do you know about a, a pillar that turns people to stone? Uh, the, 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 the dragon pillars. Uh-oh. I, I didn't know that... Tell it, us more about them. I, I didn't know it turned people to stone, but they've been building pillars around. Oh, that's right, there was one at the Ayudara, too. Yes. That one was... N- not completed. Not complete. Yeah. Right, right. It's under construction. Okay. That's interesting. So the mine is somewhere to the east, and the cinder claws are in what direction? 
all over. They're they're in the mines. They're they're near some of the uh, the pillars. And Did you say that you uh, you stole from the elves? I, I believe we are being cursed with this disease because we helped the Cinderclaws take the gold from the elves, and the elves here are very territorial. <coughs> you're talking about the gold from the mine or from somewhere else? The mine. Okay. You Did elves have a mine? Yes, that's what they were mining out of, I suppose. Well, um, it should not come upon me to say this to you, but uh, you couldn't, probably shouldn't steal. It's pretty bad. Why, we, we, we were trying to leave. As soon as we started feeling sick, we asked the Cinderclaws to let us stop, but they refused, and 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 so we escaped and have been running ever since. I see. Well, uh, I do not like when people are bound against their will. It is anathema to my religion, so I am sorry for what you've been through, but um, yeah, maybe next time don't get captured by uh, stronger people who force you to do things that are bad. Wise words. I think we need to wow. okay. perhaps go rescue them. If uh, everyone's amenable to that sort of idea, if if you if you find the mines and Hazel, if you tell them our true name, our secret name, she she might be uh, she might be able to help uh, uh, or or at least provide some sort of safety as as only 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 our tribe knows our our true name, and and Hazel might if you know that that Hazel might. You know, just know that you helped us. And that is? You see the, the kobold look around, like left, right, to make sure no one else is nearby. The thorn scales. Thorn scales. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell That's everyone. Okay. Just, I said it quietly. Oh. Introspectively. I guess because you're so much bigger, everything you say is much louder. So you're saying I shouldn't compose a ballad about the mighty thorn scale dragons? Oh, oh, you see this confusion just crosses his face. I'm like, like he goes cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> and he falls over unconscious. You killed him. Oh, no, we're working so hard. <laughs> and our conflict. Uh, <laughs> his friend's name is Hazel? Hazel. H-E-Z-L-E. Hazel, okay. Um, how do we identify Hazel when we see her? Well, uh, she's probably a kobold, whereas the rest of them are monkeys and frogs and, and shit. But if they have other kobolds with them, does we she wear, like, say, a red ribbon? Are you Hazel? And if they say no, we just, you know, stab them to death. No, no, we're not stabbing any kobolds. They're kobolds there against are... the will, remember? Right. Hey, we're going to liberate them. Oh, right, yeah, no, I'm, my prejudice is showing... <laughs> She's very smart. Um, she she's she so likes she wears glasses. She likes to re she likes to research and, and create things. She used blood magic. What? <laughs> <laughs> like a like Soraya. Her single point of reference. <laughs> yeah, it's his only experience with an alchemist. He thinks it's blood magic. Twin Town wants to count the kobolds. There are five that are out there, and there are three in the in one of the logs. Yes, pairs. Holds up. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a ninth one. What? What? So, well, she probably has a partner there. He said that there are other kobolds at the 
place. As long as there's even numbers of kobolds to tell it'll be happy, I love it. <laughs> as long as there's even numbers, his worldview remains the same. And this is the podcast where definitely nobody is prejudiced. It's fine. <laughs> uh, he's not prejudiced, he's just ignorant. Mm-hmm. He's had one experience with kobolds ever, and it was Zach Braff. And now it's these guys who also are in pairs, as far as you can tell. And he doesn't want to be rude and be like, who's your partner? Who's your partner? <laughs> so he just assumes it's true and moves on with his life. So you spend the rest of the day there, uh, tending to the kobolds. They seem to be getting healthier. Renuli shows up and goes, oh, kobolds. Um, yes. Do you uh, not like kobolds, Renuli? Well, generally they're, they're with cinder claws, so... Please well, escape the cinder claws. They're on their own and they don't want to go back. Ah, well, welcome. So she <laughs> decides, uh, go ahead and Temet, give me a roll to create camp. And as you are setting up camp and everything, anyone who wants to help him, go ahead. Oh, I tried. Um, Renuli reports that there is nothing near, uh, nothing on the other side of these trees. Just more of the river. Okay. So one thing that um, before we finish the conversation with the kobolds, yes. um, mm-hmm. I would just kind of like retroactively try to want to do a sense motive. So it's a perception on Temet's part, for, uh, but the GM rolls it, and it's against the deception DC of the kobold that was injured, just so that we know that they're not like planted here by the cinder claws or yeah, whatever. Smart. You are fairly certain that they are telling the truth. Can you tell me, one, what I rolled, and two, what the DC is? Um, (laughs) I will answer these questions in reverse order. No and no. Okay, I tried. (laughs) You did. Valiant effort. All right, y'all. So something in my mind is saying that if we investigate more of this kobold situation that uh, we might have a lot of surprises because <laughs> our GM didn't prepare for this. Uh, mm-hmm. Should we uh, go directly right over there and save people that need to be liberated? Well, we don't know where it is. We know a general direction. It looks like from the direction they were that uh, Renoli found their plants, if we head northeast in that strip of clearing, we might find them. That's a guess. Best. We were also told to to see the elephant people that would have more information on this area. I think, if if I may say, knowledge would be power in this instance, and perhaps they can also aid us in the liberation. I'm sorry, Pondwatcher, you were going to say something. I was rude. Uh, no, I'm just uh, glowering at kobolds. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but uh, I was going to say, they said they had been traveling for several days, so it will be some time before we happen upon this mine or camp or whatnot, so maybe stop at the elephant bros beforehand and see what the hell is happening with them. Well, they said the mine is to the east, and so are the elephant people, so I think that's a good plan. Plus, we can go whitewater rafting! <laughs> I am happy to go whitewater rafting any day of the week, uh, and equally happy for uh, Tim out to connect with the elephant people, because, again, uh, he's got quite the elephant time anatomy. Uh, first-hand experience. <laughs> so, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, Tebby <So>. winks. 
Temid, you are so distracted by that compliment that you actually fail in creating a camp for the oh. night. Um, oh, is no. it possible? Is it possible? Hopefully, let's see. Plus two, plus three. We need two more. Um, so it's a twenty total. Yeah. And it, I'm, I think he said it was a twenty-two from what I could glean last time. Yes, it is. Um, and Renuli help, and maybe uh, Soraya could try to try to roll and see if she can. Renuli can't help because she went scouting for the day. Lazy Renuli. I can try, but my survival is. It, At that it, point, it, it just won't matter, uh, because even if you do succeed, it would be a uh, plus one. So it would be a 21 instead of a 22. Okay. I I concede. Okay. So you, you, build, you still build a camp, and you still get to rest like normal. Mm-hmm. And, and you get your daily preparations, all that stuff. However... Chance uh-oh. of random encounter is higher. Chance of random encounter is higher. And also, it's not as restful of a night of sleep as you normally have. So no random encounter. But I'm I need. Sorry, everyone. The uh, there were there were way too many thorny bushes in this area. I couldn't get together the right supplies to make comfortable bedding. The fact that you are doing so. But I need everyone to make a fortitude saving throw, please. Oh gosh darn it! Twenty-seven. Nice. Fifteen. Fifteen. Nice. Fifteen. Twenty-four. 21. 26. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> only two people failed. Great. All right. So you guys wake up at uncomfortable sleep, but sleep nonetheless. Are we poisoned? Nope. Okay. <laughs> the important part. The kobolds thank you for your kindness, and they say if they if you if you don't mind, we're gonna um. Uh, uh, leave. <laughs> Saria pats each of them on the head. Okay. Thinking about how she would love to take one with her. Where are you going? That's a uh, fair question. Uh, away from the Cinderclaws and the elves. We're not supposed to be in elven land, and we don't want to make them more mad than they already are. So, we're, we're, we're gonna leave. We're just gonna keep going. But well, Where should we tell Hazel you are? Uh... Uh, Would she be okay traveling alone to wherever you end up? If you can get rid of most of these cinder claws, yes. I mean, there's sap monsters in the woods, but you do what you want to do. They're very powerful, I'm sure. They'll be fine. Now that we're feeling better, a group of eight mighty dragons should be fine. Uh, Silver taps the man. He's going to start strumming on his guitar and be like, Oh, the brave, the thunder claws that got eaten by oozes. Oh no, that's not their name. <laughs> oh, the thunder claws. Yeah, they're, they're, those guys are jerks. <laughs> um, small kobold person. I don't know your name, and I don't care to know. But I want to give you something. Please. Oh, okay. This is ancient oh. elven magic, and he hands him a piece of chalk. Okay. <laughs> and he says, if you find yourself in the thrall of a more powerful being, then you just take this and you crumble it and throw this chalk at their face and it will it will make them shrink and then you can stomp on them yourself. Ah, uh, this will start my horde. Yes, now good luck. Um, and if you see a dragon, tell them Pond Watcher's coming to kill. <laughs> Pond, what? You see him like taking notes. No. Um, and with that, 
the kobolds wander away. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, where are you all headed? What are you asking Renuli to do? Well, in one day we can make it to the elephant people, because if we're not searching, we can travel two hexes, right? Correct. So we could make it there and have her explore a different hex. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, we can have her have her check out the one just south of the river. She can only move one hex. So oh, that's right. She if she moves move. with, so she can do the hex to the north, northwest, west. Yeah, those those three that I pinged. I pinged a lot more. Otherwise, she can travel with you and forage for food. Um, it might be nice to have her in case we need more info about the uh, elephant people when we get there. You've been traveling for six days, just so you guys know. I, I say she comes with us. And you guys are going to move double speed to the elephant people? If we can figure out how to cross the river, yeah. Right. Well, do you cock the wagon and float it? Do you ford oh, it? No. Do you pay the fare? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not this. I want to shoot some bison. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone's going to die of dysentery. Anyway. Calling it right now. It's timid. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, I have lots of alcohol to keep everything sanitary. Um, okay. So you actually are able to cross uh, the river at this point. You are uh, very downstream, and it is a very slow, shallow river. You see some fish darting as you pass through it, but you can ford it, no problem. The forest here bears the scorch marks of a vicious fire. Charred bark scars the roots of trees, and small patches of undergrowth have been reduced to twigs. The focus of the fire seems to have been several small houses in a large clearing. All of these structures are, have been burnt to the ground, leaving only charred timber behind. A single stone well stands near the middle of the burnt-out village. Near the well lies two almost unrecognizable corpses that appear to have been trampled by a large creature. So do we think their elephants got loose and stomped them to death? They ride elephants, right? That's why they're called elephant people? I've forgotten already. Yes, as far as you... Yes, that's as much as you have gleaned. Please go ahead and adjust yourselves into a marching order that you would like. Nope, nope, Pond Watcher, you cannot go in the well. <laughs> I'm going to join the little girl. She said, come into the well. <laughs> Did she say something about seven days? Does that mean you have to stay there for a week? I don't understand. Hopefully the fall will kill me. <laughs> oh, no. We've already went through that. You know, I knew this one guy who uh, met this little girl and thought she could float like daffodils, and he threw her in a well, and then she drowned. It was quite sad when I think back on it. Sorry, I brought that sad story in this uh, intense moment. I guess uh, the heat's getting to me right here. You associate with some very bad people. What's that a reference to? I, I'm not getting it. <laughs> uh, the original Frankenstein. Good. Sorry. So... Holy elephantes. There are two elephants across the way from you. Are they huge? They are. You see that their ears are flapping. It's Dumbo! Um, uh, I guess Twin Talon will hold his hands up and try to get closer since he's been Pocahontasing to this point. Might as well follow. Uh, everyone else, uh, actually, everyone but Brianna, sorry, Brianna, 
you hear cries of help from the northeastern area, burnt out building behind the well. Cries for help? Cries for help. So like across from the upper elephant. Yes. It is in a language, it is in Mwangi. Ooh, I speak that. Yes, so Twin Talon, you hear that, and you hear someone call. Everyone else just hears sounds of distress. Except me. Except for you, you are too enthralled by the huge elephants in front of you. Look at their cute flappy ears. They're so big. Listen, do you smell that? Oop. No, this cries for help. I, I don't hear anything. Uh, let's switch into, not combat, let's switch into, let's find out what everyone is doing now that you know what's going on. So, Soraya. Um, she is going to try and work her way around the outside, around, like, this way, and, uh, back up that way. You're going to try and sneak around the burned out buildings to try to avoid the elephants. Okay. Silver. Uh, give me a moment. I'm trying to figure something out. Hold on. All right. Uh, we'll come back to you, Temet. Um, I'm looking for anything of a threatening nature. Two elephants. But is there, like, anyone hiding? Not that you know of, not that you can see. We'll we'll get those rolls in a second. Twin Talon. Uh, Twin Talon, it will... What, first of all, what are, the, what are the people saying? Oh, uh, help, help. Is anybody out there? Okay, so nothing like we're tied up or we're in a building right. or... This guy's going to kill us. Just help. Yes. Okay. So my grasp of Mwangi is going to be super helpful. Um, he will just kind of turn to the rest of them and he'll be like, the voices there, they're calling for help. Um, I'm going to see if I can either be either pacify or be trampled to death by these elephants. And Twin Talon is going to try to calm the elephants down. He's going to try to get closer to them, looking very... Uh, non-threatening, and I mean, he's very small. I'm assuming that they're not threatened by him. Although <laughs> mice, right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but he'll try to calm them down. All right, Brianna. Brianna absolutely trusts her her best friend with animals. However, in the odd instance they don't like him, she <laughs> will follow suit so she can also at least be in between either him or the people he earlier pointed out that they were in trouble. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> since she is no longer naked... I unfortunately can only move. Well, no, I can double move, can't I? Well, well we're I, not in combat. Oh, we're we're, we're just kind of announcing intentions, I yeah. think. Okay. Um, Twin Town's going to move toward the elephants, um, and he's going to kind of motion for you to keep behind him. Okay, deal. All right, and Pond Watcher. Pond Watcher grabs his tuba. <laughs> oh. And he says, That's actually a good idea. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> and uh, he's going to play a jaunty tune and follow Twin Talon. Are you playing Elephant Walk? Yep. And Silver, what are you doing? I'm uh, I'm going to do some bardic lore on uh, uh, the elephant people, and maybe elephants in general, everything like that. All right. So, Soraya, give me a stealth check. Silver, give me knowledge nature Temid, give me a perception. Quinn Talon, give me a nature check to uh, try and calm the animals. Brianna, go ahead and you can move and you have your shield raised. Pond Watcher, give me a performance check. Oh, I accidentally rolled twice, so take the first one. 
Don't you mean take the better? Uh, yeah, take the better one. I had advantage. Yep. Oh, okay, yep. gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Different game, but sure. We'll go. Hey, I want to use I want to use a hero point to reroll for the the better one. <laughs> okay, I'll let you burn a hero point for that. And Twin Talon, can you show me where you move on the map? Uh, okay. He's gonna wait a second. That's not me. There we go. He's gonna slowly move this way, kind of toward them. He wants to make sure he stays in full view of them. He doesn't want them to think he's like creeping up around the sides or anything like that. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to move some people around. Temage, you're kind of here. Silver, you're kind of here. And Renuli's kind of here. Uh, is going with Soraya. Alright. So Soraya, you start sneaking around. Yes, I have a 17 stealth. Okay. You think you're, you know, you're, you're covered. Uh, Temage, you don't notice anything special. Uh, you don't notice any any people hiding or any tracks like that. But you do notice that there are two trampled churikas. Oof. Uh, uh, well, you think they were churikas. Uh, they have been kind of stamped into a fine paste. Churika mm, pate. Yes. Interesting. Hard watcher. You are playing some music, and it is music. It's it's pretty good, actually. I mean, who could be threatened by this tuba with a roll of a 27? <laughs> right? <laughs> Aaron, with your knowledge, with your nature knowledge, you see kind of the body, like the movement that the elephants are displaying, and you can tell that they are... Uh, aggressive and trying to defend something. Also, their ears flapping is a sign of hostility. Okay. Uh... As for ele- the elephant people, uh, you know that they just—they're a tribe here in the Mwangi Expanse that uh, use elephants and defend the elephants uh, as well, and that they are—the uh, elephants are treated as if they were family members and they have a very close and deep relationship twin talent yes so you move forward with your your skills trying to soothe them yes and I also do have the uh, train animal skill feat if that makes any difference Uh, it does which I believe gives you a plus two sounds good I think it's really up to the GM discretion for a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay, so I'll give you a plus two for that, and then I'm gonna say Pond Watcher actually the tuba kind of like palms the the, the beast a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nice. And gives you that's another, gotta that's gotta be a first sentence a, right there. A plus one. <laughs> okay. They kind of they, they keep batting their ears at you, but they don't charge and they don't but they don't retreat. So you don't think you succeeded, okay. but you don't think that they're... They're becoming more hostile or anything. Yeah. You see them kind of stomp <laughs> their feet, and it shakes the ground a little bit around you. Oh, big fella. Lady. What you can tell. Uh, from where I see, they both have big trunks. <laughs> Are you sure you're trained in animal handling? <laughs> I am I am definitely not. Okay. Which, which one looks like Tamid? <laughs> Um, I can cast a healing spell on the elephants that might calm them down. I, I don't know that they're hurt, 
I think they are defending their people, and they're agitated by whatever burned the village to the ground. So, uh, Twin Twin Talon, yell out that you're going to help in Mwangi. That might help. Actually, Twin Talon thinks about it for a second, and he's like, oh, wow, that's actually a really good idea. If they know commands, they're probably in Mwangi. So, uh, he will start talking in Mwangi to them. I'm very intelligent. Like, like, sit. Calm down. Lay down. Roll over. He's just trying to think of the things that dogs would know. That's <laughs> his favorite reference at this point with the wargs. Soraya, what are you going to do? You can continue moving. Uh, how? What's your speed? Uh, my speed is 30 feet. Because I am a nimble elf. Nice. Alright. Uh, yeah, so she's going to keep moving around and see if she can get to the people who are calling for help. Okay, well, as you round the corner of that building, you see that there is a tree that has fallen on a person. Oh, right. Like right in front of me or like over up here further? Uh, To the north. Okay, yeah. You see the tree on the very northeastern corner? Yeah, I see where you're you're pinging, yeah. He's under that tree. Okay. I will continue in that direction. Okay. Silver, what are you going to do next? I'm going to head towards where there were people screaming, I suppose. All right. Which Are you going to go in front of the building or behind it? Behind where Soraya went? I'm going to put buildings in front of me and the elephants in case they charge. <laughs> All right. That's smart. Great. It seems like a good idea. Uh, you do, These buildings are burnt to the ground. Like, they're not really providing cover. <laughs> uh, they're providing difficult terrain, if that. Yeah, the elephants might be able to step over them. Because they're so big. Timid. So, um, since he can't really see anything around um, anything else, he's going to see if he can uh, back up Soraya. And I guess now also Silver as well. Twin Talon? Uh, Twin Talon will continue his efforts to calm the elephants. Okay. Using the Mwangi commands. Okay. Uh, anyone who is moving can move to uh, use three like three actions worth of movement so you can move your speed times three Brianna Brianna is um, since she sees I'm guessing she understands that there are people moving to help uh, those that are fallen she is backing up Twin Talon just in case she needs to liberate him okay in any way <laughs> and Pond Watcher do we know if the people here are human or elf you do not Okay, well, um, he's just going to stay where he is, stop playing, and just try saying an elven like, Hello, we're friends. We mean you no harm. Just to see. Great. Who knows? Great. So, um, Shreya, you get there with Renuli. There is indeed a dark-skinned human uh, under a tree. Is there anyone else or just the one? Just the one. Uh, Temid and Silver can proceed. are moving up. Uh, Soraya, if you want, you can try and lift the tree off, but it is an athletics check. I mean, I have not much that will help me, but I can try. <laughs> All right. Before you uh, go ahead and make that roll, and Twin Talon. How, how, how heavy does the tree look? It's a heavy looking tree. Is there another sturdy ish piece of wood where I can kind of use it like a lever? <laughs> no, hard. unfortunately. It looks like most uh, everything else has been burnt to the ground. Darn, I tried to apply science. I know. Nope, I got a nine. With a nine, that is not going to work. Um, (laughs) 
Twin Talon, give me a nature check. So that's 21. If you're going to give me a plus two from my uh, yes. animal training, that's 23. Okay. Again, the elephants kind of make some steps towards you aggressively, almost as if saying, hey, buddy, back off. Okay. But they don't charge at you. All right. Uh, Twin Talon will dig in his backpack and get some food. Okay. That'll help his next check. So I'm assuming Silver and Temid will make uh, will continue to move up to help Soraya. That's true. All right. So I'm going to move you guys up here to help Soraya. Pond Watcher, uh, you don't hear anyone call back. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, can I do a nature as well? Sure, absolutely. To try and calm the elephants. Yeah, just to, to assist Twin Talon, uh, I rolled a 20. All right, so there's another plus one for you, Twin Talon. Brianna? Okay. Um, the, I could probably pull off that that tree off of that person. I am rather strong, but I don't know that's happening, do I? Braggart. Listen, if I'm good at one thing, it's that. Yeah, I mean, She is the strongest person here. <laughs> I mean, you can assume that they've moved over to try and help them, and you haven't heard anything else, so. Um, she'll keeping an eye on both Twin Talon, now Pond Watcher, playing his tuba, and the elephant, she'll slowly kind of move this way. Everyone who's trying to lift the tree off, I need an athletics check, please. Does that count me too, then? Uh, how, what's your I'm not sp- there yet. What's your speed? 20? I have a spell that might help out with this. Okay. I can't, on Archives of Nephis, I can't find anything talking about weight, but I know the spell levitates. It says I can only lift an object five feet off the ground. It could be either myself or something that I can range touch. So, if anyone can find something that says I can't lift something super heavy, I can just lift it five feet off the ground so that she can, or whoever this is, can uh, get out from under. There has to be a weight limit, or else you could just lift like a castle. Oh, I agree. I just can't find anything. So the range is touch one unattended object or willing creature. You defy gravity and levitate the target five feet off the ground. For the duration of the spell, you can move the target up or down ten feet with a single action, which has the concentrate trait. A creature floating in the air from Levitate takes a minus two circumstance penalty to attack rolls. A floating creature can spend an interact action to stabilize itself and negate the penalty for the remainder of its turn. The target is adjacent to a fixed object or terrain of suitable stability. It can move across a surface by climbing or crawling. The GM determines which surfaces can be climbed or crawled across. I don't see why not... Because they're, like, I mean, I just read the spell, but, like, I don't see... I'm looking in the, the rule book, physical rule book, and there's nothing that you didn't read. Can you look up Telekinetic Hall? It's a fifth level spell. That's a spell that's two levels higher. One object of up to 80 bulk, with no dimensions greater than 20 feet. But that's four levels more of character that you have to be, so... Right. Rule of cool. Rule of cool. Yeah, I'm fine with that, because it only lasts five minutes, so like... I'm going to let Levitate do it. If anyone knows the answer to this, please write in and let me know. 
So you can levitate the the tree up. I'm gonna say since it is heavy, uh, you can levitate the tree like two feet up off of that the person, which is enough for everyone else to like kind of pull him out, and then it falls down right back on the ground. Boo! Hear me and rejoice, your savior. Uh, let me herald to you the uh, the coming. elephants hear the tree crashing, and they start to trumpet, oh and they start to the one in the back turns to face where the sound came from. The one in the front starts to dig its feet in as if it's preparing for a charge. Oh boy. The gentleman who was under the tree stands up very, very painfully and you hear him yell out in Mwangi, calm, calm. And the, by hearing his voice, you see the elephants start to calm. If he has them that well trained, why didn't he ask them to pick the log up off of him? Don't argue with the book. <laughs> Maybe they're not that well trained. Potholes, yo. Jasper's gonna fly over and perch on one's back. They're still a little agitated, but they're 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 calming down. <laughs> whatever whatever it just sounded like, the calm sound he imitates it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Temid looks at the 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 guy that we pulled out from under the log, and he says, um. Are you all right? And then he kind of points to the leg like, you know, um, may I take a look at it? He gives you a very confused look. As if he doesn't understand what you're saying. Hey, twin, uh, you got a second to translate for me? Yeah, no problem. I'm not doing anything useful over here. Got a guy here. He might be able to calm the, the elephant sound. Or... I can handle these elephant beasts. Oh, no. Um... I mean, do the elephants look like they're calming down? They're, yes. Okay, mission accomplished. You hear happy trumpeting as they see the man kind of hobble around the corner. So Toontown will call out in uh, Mwangi. He'll say, uh, hey, do you need any assistance? My uh, companion, and he'll point at Temid, uh, could heal your leg if you're, if you're injured and need that. He looks kind of amazed that you speak Mwangi. And he says, uh, no, I'm, uh, I- I'm okay. I, I was merely, uh, trapped, not crushed under the tree. Uh, pinned. Okay. pinned, yes. Thank you. Um, who are you? So Quintel will tell Tem, uh, he's fine. He was just pinned, but he's, he's okay. And then I'll turn back to the guy. I'll say, uh, we are... Uh, oh, uh, my name is Twin Talon. These are my traveling companions. We came through the Ayodara, the portal, to the north. The elves there said that the people here would know about the area um, and could point us toward the Cinder Claws. We're looking to um, fight them. See, he nods and he goes, uh, so you are friends of the Ikuje? Yes. They gave me this, and he'll point to his puka shell necklace. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, I see. That is good. Yes, well, um, I would invite you to come in and sit down, but as you can see, um, the Cinder Claws have visited us recently, and burnt our uh, 
campsite to the ground. I don't mean to be insensitive, but I don't see a lot of bodies. Did they capture your people, or what happened? No, we fled as they decided to uh, come here. Uh, We use this mostly for a uh, seasonal shelters. However, the uh, they came and tried to capture our elephants, uh, as you can see from the few that tried to get close to them. They did not survive. They burnt our camp down as a as in retribution for not being able to capture the elephants. I, I merely came back to see if it was worth rebuilding. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I'll turn to the group. And I'll say the Cinderclaws came to steal their elephants. This is a seasonal camp. They don't really live here. Um, but they got stamped to death for their troubles and burned it down on the way out. Oh. So you're you're saying that they are sur- there are survivors? Yeah, it seems that the people that were staying here moved away. They they ran off into the jungle. But Brianna visibly relaxes. She's been really tense <laughs> for the whole of this. So, uh, great. Where is your, uh, your, your settlement, your city? Fintalm will translate. Where, where did your people go? Where, where do you actually live if not here? We live very far to the south. We come up this way to trade with the Ikuje and gather water from the river. However, those cinderclaws have been causing problems in this area, and we were hoping we could talk with the elves about uh, dealing with them. However, our last meeting, the elves said they could not approach those strange pillars that are being built as they lose sight. That's what they told us, too. Do you know where the Cinderclaws are actually based out of? Like, where their camp is? I know that they are somewhere to the northeast of us. However, any time any of my people have been around them, they seem to be in an impenetrable uh, fortress essentially they seem to be able to come and go as they need but we cannot pass through to get into attack is it a physical fortress or is it like a a magical barrier of some kind both okay i'll turn to the group um his people are far to the south the synagogues are to the northeast they are inside of a magic bubble and also a fortress that stops them from going in that stops the elephant folks from going in. But the Cineclaws can come and go as they please. Is this base that they're talking about, is that they're the mine, or is the mine separate? What the... You're talking about the Cinderclaw base? Yeah, because the kobolds said they were stuck at in the, the Cinderclaw mine. mining operation. Okay, so I don't I'll know, ask like... him. Is it, uh, is it a mine, or is it different? Uh, no, there does not seem to, there does not seem to be a mine around the, the base. Do they know where it is? He's talking in generalities. It's somewhere to the northeast. 
Okay. We believe that the totems that have been built, the the dragon totems, are somehow protecting the cinder claws. Okay. Um, he, he thinks the totems that turn people to stone are protecting them. Perhaps they were trying to expand all the way to the Ayadara. Perhaps. Yeah, it's possible. Um, I'll turn to the survivor guy and just say, uh, what is your name? My name is... Oh, God. I'm going to type it out see if I... so we can get it right. <laughs> Edka? Edka? How is that hard? No, because I messed up uh, Enkedia for so long. I don't want to do it again. That's fair. Edka? Uh, Edka, can you and your elephants get back home without assistance? Yes, we should be fine. Okay. Then, if you don't mind, we're probably going to camp here for the evening, and uh, then we'll be on our way. Yes, that sounds that sounds fine. Uh here, and he gives you uh, two days worth of rations, and he also reef gives you new mosquito netting. So nice. that base that refills your mosquito nets. So you um, you still get the plus two that nice. for building your shelter. Okay, I was in order. We'd lost it. Uh, it's consumed. It's consumed slowly. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we'll thank him. Hey, Twin Talon, tell him that uh, elephants like my tuba. He should get one himself. (laughs) Okay. Uh, My friend makes loud music with his metal horn. You should get one. Your elephants seem to like it. Elephants are slightly tone deaf. You should hear them try and trumpet. And he laughs. Uncomfortable laughing because I don't know what they're saying. So with that, you all camp and you automatically succeed. Woohoo! As you Yay. wake up the next morning, you have more decisions of where you're going to go, what these totems are actually doing, and will you ever get out of this book. With that... Don't say it. Yeah, you guys got a good night's rest without being trampled to death by elephants. We'll call it there. We're we'll see you next week, week guys. <laughs> okay. I'm not even gonna quit this time. <laughs> With the newly gained knowledge that the kobolds gave our heroes and finding the elephant people and saving them, what will our heroes do next? What will they find? What is preventing the Ikuje from being able to leave their village? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of The Crept Die Podcast. Thank you for listening to The Crack Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.